Welcome to the Rima Worship Center Sermons Podcast. We're here to help you know God, walk in freedom, serve others, and equip leaders. Our sermons are preached by Anthony Bauman, our senior pastor, or by one of our ministers or guest speakers. Each week, we'll provide spiritual guidance and insight that will help you to journey closer with the Lord. So join us today and be a part of something special, a community of faith, hope, and love. Palm Sunday, and and the the funny thing is is that I remember as a little kid, Palm Sunday was always kind of neat because we would take our palm branches, right? Have you ever seen a palm branch? We would take our palm branches into our little Methodist church, and we would yeah, I grew up Methodist, and and, uh, and we would take our palm branches and we would lay them all over the church. It would be up the aisles sometimes and then sometimes up at the altars and stuff like that. And, and I knew the story. I knew why we did it. I knew, you know, things like that, but I didn't get it. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? I just didn't get it. I mean, I had it up here, but I didn't have it here. I was mi- missing it by about eight inches, Right. I, I, I knew it up here. I knew why we did it. I knew why we would do this, but I didn't get it here. I didn't have it in my heart, right? And so in, we're, this is something that is recorded in all four Gospels. It's in Matthew uh, 21. It's in Mark 11. It's in Luke 19. It's in John 12. It's in all four Gospels. But we're going to look at the account of Matthew in chapter 21, Starting in verse 1, and it says, Now when they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. And if anyone asks anything to you, you shall say, the Lord has need of them, and immediately he will send them. All of this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, tell the daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming to you lowly and sitting on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. So the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. They brought the donkey and her colt and the colt, laid their clothes on him and set him on them. And a very great multitude spread their clothes on the road. Others cut down branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out saying, "Hosanna to the son of David." Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna in the highest. I want to read that that, uh, verse number nine to you one more time. Hey, there it is. Hosanna in the highest. Verse nine to you. Then the multitudes who went before 
And those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that you will anoint this vessel. Lord, that you will give me words. Lord, that it not be my words. Lord, that it be your words. Lord, that your words will go out, Lord, because we know that your word will not return void. So, Lord, let my words die. Let my, let my words be nothing, but Lord, let your words go forth. Lord, I pray that you open up hearts and ears and souls and minds to, to what you would have us to hear, what you would have us to listen to, what you would have us to learn today. And Father God, we will be careful to give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor in the name of Jesus. We pray, amen and amen. amen. So Jesus was on the Mount of Olives. And he sees that it's about time. It's about his time. You know, in the very first thing in a a wedding in Cana, Mary comes to him and says, they've run out of wine at the marriage supper. And he goes, what have I to do with thee, woman? It's not yet my time. But see, now it's his time. It's his time. And so he sees it's time. It's time. So So he tells two of his disciples to go into the village and go get a donkey. God has something about some donkeys in the in the 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 word of God. He spoke through a donkey and he also rode on a donkey. So just have hope. That gives me hope that God can use anything to accomplish it even if you're a king okay anyway so even if you're reading in the king james he can use anything to accomplish his okay never mind anyway so go and get a donkey all right if anyone were to say anything to you like why are you untying my donkey right why are you taking my donkey say, well, the Lord has need of this. And so the disciples go and get the donkey and they lay their clothes on it and Jesus sits on it. Now, now you're probably thinking, maybe you're like me, but my first thought was, why a donkey? Why a donkey, right? Well, number one, it's prophecy. But number two, why a donkey? Like if it were in today's terms... I would put a king in a Rolls Royce, right? I would, I would be driving up down up that uh, that mount, you know, what up, you know, in a Rolls Royce. I would, I, you know, maybe even get the Pope Mobile, you know. But the thing, have you seen the Pope Mobile? It's the most ridiculous vehicle ever known to man. It's ridiculous. It's got like this seat, this throne sort of thing, and it's covered in like aquarium glass. I don't know, but anyway. It's weird. But anyway, it's like an aquarium on wheels. Look it up, aquir- uh, look it up, Pope Mobile. It's a thing. Okay, so, not now. Anyway, I see people reaching for their phones. Pope Mobile. Anyway, so, so why donkey? Why did they use a donkey? Well, I would probably use a horse. Well, here's the thing. A horse was an animal of war. They only used horses in war. They used horses and chariots in war. A donkey was an animal of peace. 
A donkey was an animal of peace. And see, you have an animal of peace with the prince of peace sitting on top of him. And so they put a donkey there. They put the prince of peace on him, on this, on this donkey, and a multitude starts coming out and starts laying down their clothes. Now, we never did that in the Methodist church. We only used branches. We never took off our clothes and laid it on the floor. But we, we, they, they, they take off their cloaks and they put them, put them down and they, and so that the donkey will walk on this. And, and, they, and they take off these palm branches and they, and they shout, Hosanna to the son of David! Hosanna in the highest. And John records that this is right after the miracle of him raising Lazarus from the dead. This is right after the miracle of the raising of Lazarus. And Luke records that the people were so loud shouting, Hosanna, praise the name of the Lord. That some of the Pharisees were like, dude, if you could keep your people quiet, that'd be great. And Jesus at that point says, if they don't cry out, then the rocks will cry out. Right? And we don't have time to go in there, but it's a really cool story. I'll tell you later. All right. So if they keep silent, then the stones will cry out. The city of Jerusalem hears this and, and all the city comes around and goes, what is going on? What is going on? We hear this big commotion. They're just like us today. If something in Odenville were to happen, if there were 14 cop cars, if there were two ambulances and three fire trucks, everyone would be looking at their phones right now to wonder what's happening in Odenville, Alabama. Would you not? They wanted to know. They wanted to know what is going on. And so the multitude answers. The multitude starts answering them. This is Jesus. Jesus is coming. He's the prophet from Nazareth. And Luke also records that, that this is also the time that Jesus gets to, gets to Jerusalem, looks out over the city and starts weeping over it. And says, Jerusalem, if you only knew, if you only knew. Today, I want to talk about the crowd in this story. I want to talk about the crowd. They had seen miracles. This crowd had seen the miracles of God. This crowd had seen the miracles that Jesus had performed they had seen blind eyes open. They had seen leprosy cured. They had seen the dead raised. They had seen all this. They thought that this was their king. They thought that this was their king. They, they thought that, that this man was going to overthrow the government and now he's going to establish his kingdom, thank God. We can, we can, they, they, they forgot about the whole, oh, he was born in a manger. He was not really given the, the birth of a king. He was not really that. Okay, whatever. But he's done all this other stuff, and so he's king. He's now the king. He is going in Jerusalem to establish his kingdom. 
They had seen the miracles. The, the crowd was praising him. The crowd was praising him so loud and saying, Hosanna in the highest. What does Hosanna mean? What does Hosanna mean? Hosanna is, number one, a praise. And it is something like praise him. But it's something else. Hosanna literally means Lord save us. Lord save us. So they're crying out, Hosanna to the son of David. Lord save us. Help us. They're seeing this, this king on a donkey. And they're saying, Lord, save us. Save us. It is now the time that you're going to ride into Jerusalem. You're going to ride in to the gate, the king's gate. And you're going to save us from the government. Hallelujah. You know, every other time, Jesus would probably enter through the sheep gate in Jerusalem. He would always enter through the sheep gate, but this time he didn't enter through that. He entered through the gate of kings. He entered through the gate of kings. And they were screaming, Hosanna. Hosanna in the highest. But Jesus knew what was about to happen. Jesus looked into the eyes of the crowd. The same crowd that was shouting, Hosanna, save us. Hosanna in the highest. Praise be the name of the Lord. The same crowd who said they loved him he could look into their eyes and know that their love was shallow. He could look into their eyes and even though that they were laying down their branches, they were not laying down their hearts. Because the same crowd that shouted Hosanna would one week later shout, crucify him. Crucify him. (laughs) We want the criminal We want the, release the criminal to us, take this man and crucify him. See, the crowd will change on you. The crowd will absolutely change on you. It's easy to go with the crowd. It's easy to praise God in this room when other people are raising their hands and they're shouting Hosanna and they're saying, praise God, it's easy to do that because you've got a crowd of people doing it. But what about out in the world? What about out in the world? It's not so easy. You have to not follow the crowd. You have to not follow the crowd. There can be someone in the midst that will sit there and gossip 
and talk bad and go negative. There's always someone that will bring you down. But Jesus never gifted you to follow the crowd. Your spiritual gift is not to fit in. Your spiritual gift is to be peculiar. See, I can say something about Karen. I can say something about Karen. I can, I can say the worst thing about Karen. And then Robert's going to hear it. And then Robert is going to call Judy. And Judy will call Terry. And Terry will call Ashley. And Ashley will call Candy. And Candy will call Brianna. And Brianna will text Nathan. And, I t- and, and everything happens. And it's like, did you hear what he said about Karen? He said she's short. He said she is short. And he knows she's trying to grow. <laughs> he knows that she's been, she's been tying her feet upside down so she can grow. Our pastor's just so mean. But there's always someone negative. And it would be easy for everyone that I mentioned to get into a huddle and talk about the person that talked about Karen is short. It's easy. Because everyone's talking about it. But who will be that person that says, you know what? We're not going to talk about this. We're not going to perpetuate this. We're going to talk about some things that are lovely and of good report. We're going to talk about something great. Yeah, the pastor called Karen short. But man, his preaching is really getting kind of better. Yeah, the pastor called Karen short. But you know what? We had five new guests last Sunday. Hallelujah. Yeah, the preacher may have called Karen short. But praise the Lord that she's the last one to know when it rains. You know... Karen is over there going, yeah, well, the preacher's fat. (laughs) But Jesus saw these people knowing what they were saying. They were saying, Hosanna in the highest. Please save us. Knowing that they were going to be the exact ones that say crucify. He knew that the crowd would change. But see, the cool thing is that Jesus didn't. Jesus loved them when he, they were shouting Hosanna. And Jesus loved, him, loved them when they were shouting crucify him. And when he was hanging on a cross, suspended between earth and heaven, suspended there for hours and hours while they were trying to spit on him and hurling insults at him and cursing at him. 
he still loved them. Not only loved them, but one of his sayings on the cross was, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they do. So you can go along with the crowd. You can go along with what they do and what they say. Or you can go the, the other way. You can say, I'm not following them. I'm just going to follow Jesus. Because the same one who was born in a lowly manger, the same one that was born in a barn and put in a feeding trough is the same one who opened blind eyes, is the same one that rode in on a donkey, is the same one that hung on a cross for you. So I don't have to follow a crowd. I don't have to go through with it. I can stop. I can stop it right here. When it comes to me and Pam comes to me and says, did you hear? Did you hear what Lynn told me? Well, she said. I can go, hold up, sister. I don't want to hear it. We can stop it right here. Because God has not gifted me to follow the crowd. God has gifted me to follow him. So where are you today? Thanks for joining us for this week's sermon podcast from Rima Worship Center. We hope that you've been inspired and challenged to grow in your faith. Come on out to our church in Odenville and join us for a Sunday service. You can find out more about what we're up to and listen to other sermons on our website, myremaworship.com.